welcome to definitely not the cleavers. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. What you are about to hear is as completely unfiltered and uncut. If you suffer from high blood pressure, or are diagnosed with being a Karen this may not be for you. Now here's your hosts, Tim Gleba and Teresa McCready. everyone and welcome to definitely not the cleavers episode number two i am tim and i'm here with my lovely wife Teresa, and we've got a show for you today how are you doing today honey living the dream baby you always living the dream so here's the thing you know it's we started this podcast and everyone thinks it's just so damn easy to start a podcast up and i'll tell you um, before I get into that, uh, first of all, our first episode, 52 listeners within what? Four days. Yeah. Uh, not too bad. It was our intro though. So it was, um, we are available on all your podcast streaming services and, uh, wherever you want to get it. I'm having some trouble with Pandora. I don't know why, which is going to lead me to the struggles of setting this podcast up, right? The struggle is real. It is. So, so real we, quick, oh, my bad. What podcast services? Uh, we're on Amazon. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We are on Audible. Google. Um, we're well. Audible is Amazon. My bad. Um, we're on a pretty much all of them, uh, except for Pandora. Um, I haven't been able to get to there yet. But uh, so we're there, and in our little heading that we have of what explains our podcast uh we have our email address so if anybody wants to reach out suggestions comments likes whatever it may be questions we don't care again well we'll get to there but uh yeah it's definitely not the cleavers all one word at gmail.com um we'll get back to you on that and if you want uh we can go ahead and i'd like to share your emails on the podcast we'll read them off when we start it up here and uh we'll answer questions you know while we're doing this they can be anonymous you can yeah make sure we are all about your privacy yeah absolutely make sure you sit there and say don't say my name please um my name say my name yeah but uh Back to the struggles. So we set this up, and I'm running this off of a, a, a an Apple uh, Mac Air book. And, uh, you know, to figure this out and try to do the best things and getting the equipment and looking into things, it doesn't tell you right off the gate. You know, I, I ordered two microphones with great stands and stuff like that off of Amazon. It's like, cool, two in the cart, right? Get them, set it up. Then I'm fucking around with it for two hours and I cannot, cannot for the life of me get two to work at the same time. Pain in the ass. Trying to Google search videos. Trying to Google search help. Whatever it may be. Google is your friend, right? Not in this case. It doesn't say anywhere in there specifically on like the first couple hits of, well, you can't use two of the same microphones because your computer will only recognize it as one audio input input source so figuring that out you have to go through a return got to process the return and that it was pretty easy through amazon whatnot but it was like you know i've got this i've got the notion i want to get this going get this up start this whole thing but now i gotta wait for another damn microphone and that sucked so Long story short, get the new microphone, get everything set up, and you're still having issues with why isn't this reading through, then you have to recalculate everything. It's always recalculate, recalculate. It's nothing but a struggle. It's a pain in the ass. Recalculating, recalculating. You know, not sitting there saying, I don't want to do this, or I don't like doing this. I think this is fun, something for my wife and I to do. 
and you know be able to talk to each other which i know nowadays everyone's buried in their damn phones you know it's social media and looking at everything and that's even struggles too with everyone that's going on because companies are selling to other companies or they're partnering to other companies and they don't like the different things and it, it, it leads to issues so we have a phoenix we can't talk to each other because we have no it, it, yeah it, pretty much it's like we start a conversation and phoenix is like mom 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 dad hey dad uh, leave her alone dad you're home Dad, you're home. Yeah, you told me that five minutes ago. I'm home. The possum bit Steven. Yep, possum bit Steven. Go to the pond Steven. and dig and scratch. Or it's like we try to talk over him. Then he gets defensive about his mom. And it's like, Dad, die. Die. Just weave. Weave, die. I'm done with you, cunt. Yes, he says cunt. He'll say fuck. He'll say everything in the world. The thing is that, again, if you guys remember from the first episode, he was diagnosed that he may never walk, talk, or crawl. And he's talking his real talking of like, I want something to eat or I need something to drink or I have to go to the bathroom doesn't make sense or what you did that day. But he'll use all the swear words in a correct manner. And he's a narc. He'll roll down the whole day with his nurse. He will drop dime. Snitches get stitches. He'll tell you everything. He'll tell you he farted twice. The dog sniffed it. Ate 16 hot dogs. Usually it's 10. Solid 10. Yeah. So it's it's just <clears throat> with him to try to do anything. And then, you know, right now, Teresa's going through this like social media battle with Facebook and TikTok. The only thing she has not been kicked off of yet is Instagram. <clears throat> Knock on wood. And I don't have enough followers on Instagram that even give a shit. And I'm trying to start a new business that I really believe in. Because I can't just go get a regular job because of Phoenix. But let's let's just go ahead and give them the backstory on why you're kicked off of Facebook or locked out, per se. Okay, so. I'm John McCready's daughter. Okay? If my dad said that he could sell a ketchup popsicle to the Pope, so I'm always trying to find a way to make money. So I decided, why not create an alter ego? Her name was Ginger Grand, because I'm a redhead and I like money. And sell feet pics and um, pee pants. And um, pee it's, pants. it's like dealer's choice, really. I mean, I got pissed for days. I pissed my pants when I sneeze, and Phoenix still pisses in his pants. That shit's free. Why not make money on it? So one day I was sitting there, and I decided to create another Facebook account on January 13th. When I did that, it locked my Facebook account that I've had since 2009 that has so many pictures in it that are irreplaceable, so many videos in it. There are people that are dead that are in there. There's concerts, every concert, every video, every, everything. It's very, it's not the drama. It's not the check your peeps type shit that I'm worried about. It's all of my pictures. So I've been locked out since then. I've all but flown to California to knock on Mark Zuckerberg's door and ask him with a box of chocolates and a dozen roses if there's somehow I can get my Facebook back. We've emailed 78 different emails. There isn't a phone number to call. So there's that. So finally, I feel like I'm talking too much. My husband said I would do this, so I'm going to pause. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Finally what? Um, I started a new business venture as a saint makeup artist. That would be S-E-I-N-T. Anybody that knows me knows I'm really not a makeup wearer, but I found a makeup that I can put on literally why Phoenix is tearing the house apart in five minutes. It makes me feel good. It gave me my confidence back. But in order for me to market this, I need to be able to use social media. First of all, I've never felt older in my life. Why? Well, because to do all this shit, you got to cut and edit and paste and do this, that, and the third. And I can go before a school board. I can go before this, that, and the third and have no problem speaking my piece. But talking into a camera where really nobody's there is a little bit scary. Cut to, 
I need a Facebook because that's where the people that know me are to try to sell my product. So I started a new Facebook account under my name, Teresa McCready. Did a live yesterday. Set up my beauty group. Did everything. And then all of a sudden, it said some shit that I violated community standards and they're reviewing it. And I had to take, what was it, a selfie by like, like they might as well have me do a downward dog pose. They needed a tampon, my last shit, a sprinkle of my piss, three strands of my hair, and one of my fucking teeth. Well, Don't go there. Here's the thing. I mean, I everyone can look at this two different ways. A, you know, the big media companies with, you know, being Facebook and Meta and stuff like that, it's the privacy and they're trying to protect that. Because anybody can get on there. Anybody, you know, you get that friend request, and it's like, I'm already friends with you, but okay, you must have like paused your Facebook. Right. You know, I had a bunch and of people like, ask me, "Did you friend request me just yesterday?" Right. And we know those are like it. It's not catfishing, but it, it's like hackers. Yeah, it's the hackers Scammers. that are trying to get in. So they see what doesn't look like regular activity on your Facebook. So you start this, you start this other page, Ginger Grand. And, you know, you're trying to do your feet pics, your piss panties, whatever it may be. I hadn't be. even gotten that far. I just well, started the page. It was just a thought. But so here's the thing. So I you, fucked up. You used your email, <clears throat> same email you use and for Facebook, and your phone number. And they're like, wait a minute, that's two different accounts, but it's the same account, but it's the same person. So what's going on here? So, yes, we've done everything. I've sent countless amount of your IDs to Facebook being like, yeah, this bitch is real. This is who and it they is. they told us what to do. Told us exactly what to do. We go through the whole steps and all the shebang, whatever it may be, and still, it's like, no, fuck you. You're locked out. And um, They voted me off the fucking island. They, they pretty much did. So you started the new Facebook account. and I didn't you know, know what else to do. I know other women that have started 15 to stalk their dudes. Right. And it, it's, it's one of those things of that it was going fine, but then it got flagged because they see another Teresa McCready and now they're concerned going, is this another hack? Are you another hack? It's like, no assholes. I, I, they made I, me I, do this. Yeah. You, you, you did the, you did the facial recognition stuff to prove that it's not you, but they said it could take up to a day, you know, not, it's not saying that, you know, it's going to be a day. Like, what's their up to a day? Like, right. is that is that like, I have a doctor's appointment, you know, on a Sunday, I'm going to be there. Is this business hours? Is this in right. a different country? How does this work? But also, if they don't like it, they can just ban me. That's just it. I'm fucked. A absolutely. But what yeah. I can tell you is that, you know, looking throughout today and seeing, just seeing if you got back on or if they released it, whatever it is, your your beauty page is still there. It still shows up in my groups I follow because I support you. Confidence and Beauty by <clears throat> Teresa McCready. Yes, I'm repping myself because um, my husband's very supportive. and We need a bell. Every time you do that, we can ring the bell like advertisement. No, every time I um, rep myself, Tim's got a drink. Hit it, brother. No. But so that's still there, and when I when I do search you, fucking dogs barking now. Roderick, that's gonna be no, picked up Roderick, because again, no. struggles with setting up a podcast, getting the right mics, <laughs> tuning everything, and making sure everything's good. I can't figure out how or why my mics are so goddamn sensitive. So don't mind the dog barking. This is our clusterfuck life, the way it is, and so. We just have to deal with it. Um, so please, don't this mind that. This is the real. But anyway, so your page is still there. You still show up. You are still able to pretty much log in, kind of, and you don't show your meeting. So they haven't locked you out. It's just that we're doing the Secret Service talk right now. It's Xander, let the fucking dog out before Tim chokes it. I don't harm animals. Please We're just joking. Don't, don't call PETA. Please. I don't need those assholes on my lawn. You know. Or it's the like, Jehovah's Witnesses either. Them either. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. But still, it, that's security and privacy. Are they going a little too far? I mean, I think so. It's your content. 
your name, your email, stuff We've like that. We've given him everything that they've asked for. Pretty much. But, you know, the thing is, they're laying off so many people each month. It's like, what's going to be left? It's going to be fucking Zuckerberg, his ugly-ass wife, and... God bless them. They just had another kid. Hey, well, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, if you could hook a sister up, I just need my business. The, it, it's just... Bell. Ding, ding. You know, you just... You're glad the security's there. You're glad that they care enough to, to do that, but we all know that this it's This is compu- overkill. It is, but it's all computers and algorithms going, and they're looking at things and scanning things constantly by the second going oh this doesn't look right it's not even a fucking human you can't even get a hold of a human you get a non-reply email back saying no reply here i've all but begged and we how many emails have you emailed every single one we could find we've i've emailed everything trying to get you back into facebook and it's not not to be an asshole or unsupportive husband but it's like i'm tired of hearing about like Facebook won't let me back in. Like, I, I don't know what you want me to do. And like, no one out here, there. This isn't about me getting in the um, champion elite drama or chat like a champ. Car in a ditch on 305. Check your peeps. No, Somebody it's... broke into my house. Check your peeps. It's because of all of the material I have on there that is very important to me. But number two, to run my business, the people that know me are on Facebook. It's 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 a legitimate need of what you need it for. It's it's not like I don't use my Facebook whatsoever for checking up on family. We're not keyboard warriors and we don't fight on a foot on a site. No. I, I, I barely I get on Facebook for my business with what I do. And our family. And and for family to see what's going on. But you know we it's, have a lot that are near and far that we like to keep in touch with, like your brother. True. And like my family, that's what we do. But I mean, it's frustrating as fuck. It, it, it is. And when you when you have 40 year olds that are frustrated as fuck over social media, when it's like our first social media and any type of electronic was a goddamn pager. I mean, before that, it was like your parents, like if you had to get picked up from school, it was like you call collect going Hey, mom, dad, ready to be picked up. Don't answer the phone, and I'll see you in five minutes. These kids didn't know the struggle. Think about it. Page me. But what do you want we me had to do? A pager. You had so to have a quarter. Go, so then you had to have a quarter to go make a phone call. To a payphone. Or you got witty, and you could put I love you and all that shit. But the kids didn't know the struggle. Or my grandma would be like, you got five more minutes in that AOL shit. The do, 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 do. That shit. Because it taught it. Oh, the it modem. Stopped, it you know it, it stopped up the phone line. Yes. <clears throat> you but know, like I'm, I know we're bitching about social media, but like when you run a business or you're trying to run a business, social media is crucial for those types of things. Absolutely. I mean, it's like with what we're, I'm trying to do with my business and, and the business that I belong with is trying to associate ourselves and contact people outside the state you know and and trying to do that no one wants to email anymore no one wants a phone call anymore everyone wants something like one click one stop shop that's what they want you know they don't want to have to deal with the back and forth whatsoever you know so the technology itself and even with the podcast it was like you know people that dreamt to be on the radio or wanted to do this they had to go to broadcasting school but then you know you have all these people that are starting podcasts up, which I commend them. This is not the easiest thing. It's not the easiest setup. Uh, you know, you got to cut, you got to edit, which, you know, right now is what you're hearing right now is live, you know, our live right now as we record it raw and it's uncut. I don't cut anything out of this. Like we make a mistake or I say some stupid word that doesn't make fucking sense. It's staying like strategy, strategy, you know, it, it's staying in there because that's me. That's who I am. This is real. I'm not going to take three, four, five hours after I do this to take the dog barking out. The whole I, point that, this of this my... was to be real. The whole point of it all, and you're hearing our grand bird in the background, he's such a fame whore. I do my videos for my makeup. He's 
chat. You can hear him tweeting right now. Yeah, the only thing I edit in and out is the intro, the intro dialogue, the voiceover that I do, and, and the outro. That's it. And I, I, I pod the 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 sound up, down, you know, with the volume. And to... the only other thing we might do is if Phoenix is home and when he turns into <laughs> baby Tupac Shakur, we might have to sketch that a little. Yeah, we might, you know. You and just that's... never know, but... <laughs> This is real. Don't leave it at that. But that's that's also your struggles with working from home, trying to do your videos. And God knows if sometimes that you've been kicked off a TikTok when you're doing a live with him home, if he's saying that special That's not word. why I've been TikTok kicked off. I, I, I was kicked off a TikTok four days ago. I was grounded for bullying and harassment when I did not bully nor harass anybody. I had people making ignorant ass comments towards me and because I didn't engage and I just kept doing what I was doing, which is I apply my saint makeup and I may tell a story and Phoenix may want to come get in the camera because he's a little fame whore too. Today, I finally get to go back on. I'm all excited because... That's scary for me, but I'm proud of myself because I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. And we've always told our children, you got to step outside of your comfort zone. So my husband and I have tried to practice what we preach. So today I go on, putting my makeup on, just talking. And I've got people in there saying that I'm selling my makeup from the Dollar Tree. Which, by the way, I like the Dollar Tree, so let me just wrap that. No, we like the Dollar Store. And I like the Dollar Store, and I'm not against any of that. And they were like, oh, good to see you got your bed bugs gone. And just making ignorant-ass comments. And because I wouldn't respond, and I wouldn't play into their keyboard warrior bullshit, all of a sudden my video gets just zapped down, and I was told that I was reported for bullying and harassment, of which I appeal, and I lose the appeal. And now I cannot go back live on TikTok until April 7th, which I find ignorant as fuck. So basically you're letting the bullies and the harassers do what they want. And the victims of all this just keep getting re-victimized because they're getting punished for shit they didn't do. Well, it's almost like, like we talked about earlier before we started this up, it's almost like they look at it as... <clears throat> Unfortunately for your case, and it's outlandish the way they look at it, is that you're attracting the bullies. We don't want this. We don't want bullying because that is one of their community standard things. Is no bullying? What it is? A bully. Exactly. How do you? Why do you? Why do you get disciplined for that when it's like these assholes are the ones that are sitting there doing this to you? I mean. It, it, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you're trying to do good. I'm trying to uplift other women and make them know they're worth it because there was a time when I just felt ugly. And, I, and I'm and i sure all you women, and maybe even all you men have felt like that. You're just a dad. You're just a husband. You just go to work every day. And somehow you lose Tim or you lose Teresa. And I found Teresa again. And I want... To inspire other women to know, especially other women with children, it doesn't even have to be special needs, to know they're not alone and that the struggle's real and I'm trying to be as real as possible. No filter, no bullshit, no false narrative because I feel like we are creating all these filters for all these young females to aspire to be like that's fake. And where'd you get all that from? Where's all that motivation coming from? What do you mean? What do I mean? Where's all that motivation coming from? Where's that strong woman stance coming from? Where's it coming from, Tim? Who's your hero? Aaron Brockovich. Really? She's one of them. Well, who's the other? My grandma. Who's the other? Jesus, there's a lot of them. Pink. Okay. Fucking pink. That woman would stand alone and fight the cause. My son calls her Aunt Pink. You're going to make me tear up. But that woman has saved my life in every sense of the word with her music. 
And I want to be like her. If I could be an ounce of like her. One of the things that she said that resonated with me was that an, being an act of kindness, being kind now is an act of rebellion. What does that mean? <clears throat> because kindness and isn't looked at as being cool now. Being kind is being rebellious. You're being rebellious by being kind, by bucking the trend. Instead of falling into that bullshit where you make fun of people, lifting people up and saying, come on, sis, you got this. You got this. If I can do it, you can do it. I always tell myself, you've been through worse. You've been through worse. And I'm trying to get on there and I'm trying to flip the script a little. I know I'm only one person, but I truly believe that a ripple can make a wave. I mean, I, I believe that too. It's and we just... have proven that with the school district. We've proven that with our children. So why can't it be like that in social media? I mean, it should be. But I busted my ass. And I know I've only been doing my business since March 5th. But, like, I am very impatient. And um, I just feel like I'm busting my ass four to six hours a day creating content and doing this, that, and the third. And I'm just getting slapped in the face. It, You'll get it. it it'll come. I mean... Y- you are, and I'm not just saying this for the podcast, you're a good person, you have a good heart, you know, it's, uh, it, it will come, it I will, will happen, you, you the, can't force it. I know, and I know it's, I always said, I'm selling makeup, it's the vehicle, but it's much more, and I have had other women reach out to me that have autistic children, that have said thank you, I felt less alone. But it's I, I don't think you should just market autistic children. No, I'm I guess not. I'm we live that life, but no, you've but been I'm, through I'm so very... much more. I mean, you've had a plethora amount of things happen to you in a lifetime in in just a three year span that that could tear anyone down and anyone that doesn't have a heart and soul like you do. You know, they would never get back up from it. You know, it's... I didn't have a choice. You didn't have a choice. You know, and I'm not going to sit there and say, yeah, knight knight in shiny armor coming on a white horse and shit like that. the things that happened so people aren't in shock over it? I'm okay Uh, with talking about it. I mean, if you want to, that's your call. I mean, mean, it's trigger warning if it bothers anybody. But in 2008... um, my father died of cancer. He was only 49 years old. But he was also an addict. My father was an addict. He was an alcoholic and an addict my entire life and chose dope over his children. I ha- He had six kids with five different women. Um, yeah, but that was a man that could also sit there and ask a woman to give a blowjob right when he walked in the door. Like, drop to your knees. I don't care if there's pancakes or whatever. Yeah, her name is Paula. You know, he it, got, he just kept her so she'd blow him and make him breakfast. Any man's dream, right there. I, I will guess. straight tell you when my dad died. I, I wish he was here, but I wouldn't trade getting my sister Sarah out of the whole thing. I lost my father, but I got my sister who lives in Utah, and I'll be forever grateful for that. Then in two thousand nine, two days after I found that I was pregnant with Phoenix, my children's father committed suicide. And then in 2010, the woman that raised me, my best friend, my gram, had a massive heart attack and I had to give her CPR on her floor. And I felt very guilty because she saved me and I couldn't save her. I know now that it was her time to go and every time I go to fight for anything, I think of her saying, go fight for my babies, do what's right. And I've been blessed in the fact that I have a 91-year-old Pappy, who's a fucking legend. Did you know, though, speaking of 91, did you know Willie Nelson on the 29th of next month, I think it's the 29th, is going to be 90. Everybody and he's out there touring. Spark a doob. And he's out there touring. I want to see Willie. And by the way, when I saw Burt Kreischer, Tim got lost trying to find beer. But I got I to I never sit. get lost. I never get lost finding beer. Well, he got found. But I sat next to the gay Willie Nelson, even told me that his name was Gary. He had his hair in braids. He had the red bandana on. He was the unicorn of the night. 
and I had a fucking blast with Gary, the gay Willie Nelson. I also met Ohio's Richard Simmons and Luke Bryan's concert. You can ask him. For some reason, we meet some crazies, or at least I do. Yeah, she calls them unicorns. They I call them like, I don't want to meet you. Sorry. I it's get just, selfies with them. You know, I, I don't have anything against anyone. I mean, I guess the only thing I could sit there and say that I can't get on board with. And it, it might it might strike people wrong, whatever it is. I can't get on board with the there, the them, the this and that and whatever it is. I, I can't I respect, do it. I respect whatever you want to do. I respect do, it. Whatever but, you want to do, but my pronoun game is definitely not on but point. But also respect me that I don't I, I, I don't want to do that because I went through school. I was taught the way that it was. You know, it, it's what you want to do is what you want to do. I don't care if it's you're at home. I don't care if you're out. We've always taught our kids. Uh, whatever it is. But would don't, you want somebody to ask you who you're sleeping with? No. I mean, it, the thing is, is that don't come to me. And if I sit there and go, oh, let me introduce you to this person I just met. She's a, you know, whatever. And it's like, you know, she said they sit there and say, you know, that's not how I go by. I, I don't I don't know if I can get on that train there. It, it's so hard to try to do. I mean, you try to do the best practices. I'm not against anything. I don't want anybody to think I'm against anything. But it's just like you, you can't expect people to change just like that. I mean, change doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, it, it's it's so much right now. It's just thrown at us to where it's just now I have to do this. Now I have to do that. I can't say this. I can't do this. You know, it, it's just really hard to, to even try to go about to do. You know, it, it's you have to watch what you say. You know, you have the hashtag me too and stuff like that. You know, my parents raised me right to where, you know, I, yes, I'm an asshole. I really am. I, I, I'm really good at it. You know, the thing is that Teresa just, she doesn't understand how if someone does me wrong, how I could just cut people out of my life. I'm just good at being an asshole. I don't have a backbone. Or I, I mean, I guess the way I want to say is I do have a backbone. And you know, it's just nothing bothers me. I don't care. You want to talk about me? Talk about me. I Here's the thing. I have a podcast now. I with internalize my, it. With I'm my wife. You know, you're house. talking about me? Guess what? That's getting me fucking attention. You know, I don't strive for attention. No. I really don't think I do. I'm good at what I do. I, I, I'm fucking a, hilarious. I'm a jack of all fucking trades, master of none. I can't pick a goddamn good career. You know, I'm in appliance parts right now. You know, here's the way it started. You know, can I, I say something real quick? Real quick. What? They always say I was on that, a roll. I know real quick, though. It's a compliment to you. They always say that a woman always finds somebody they end up marrying or the love of their life is somebody that reminds them of their father. Uh, I'm not a heroin addict. Well, no, you're not a heroin addict. However, my father was snarky as fuck. And Tim's opening line was, I got a truck in the parking lot. You want to go fuck? I told him, fuck you. I'm not a whore. Took three steps, looked up in the sky and said, really, dad? And I've been with this man ever since. Number two, my hero, my pappy, is the jack of all trades. You could give him bubble gum, a paper clip, and he has built a tree stand, which was definitely not safe. Point being is, Tim is the perfect combination of all the good things that were John McCready and all the amazing things that are Willis Browning. And I could never, ever be more grateful. No, I give that credit to my dad. I mean, and God his rest his soul. father was and... amazing. He would call the ball just the way it was. He was funny, but he loved hard. And when he was dying, it's the first time I've ever seen anybody in the world give him themselves. He threw a party. For everybody. He threw a party. He did. And I don't know anybody that could do that. He was on oxygen out in the heat and had a party for everybody that he loved and was sitting out there with bourbon and telling stories. And he gave every lie. He left it all on the field. 
and died the next night. And that speaks <clears throat> volumes of the character that that man was. So I got Larry Gleba, John McCready, and Willis Browning all wrapped into one big asshole that I love every night. I've got no problem being an asshole. I mean, I, I, I just... I don't know why he stayed with me. I would have ran number one and number two. No, I'm a very strong woman. I'm a strong-minded woman. Because, my, because again, it, it goes back to my family. But your mother's amazing, too. She's a strong woman. She's independent. It's just my family values. My my mom and my dad are just wrapped up both in me that they, they, they just taught me right. You know, you love from the heart, you know, and not from the head. And <laughs> you're not just looking for a piece of ass or whatever it may be. But I wish you'd look for that every now and again. You know, it, it uh-huh. just it, it's just one of those things. And, and just looking at these kids that didn't have a father. And it's just like I fell in love. You know, I've always wanted a family. Yeah, I have Kyle, which is my biological son. And he's he's 45 minutes away. And I don't see him often. I, I talk to him almost every day, whatever it may be. But I have these kids here that, that need a dad. And I can be hopefully somewhat of an inspiration. You know, that's the thing, again, with all this goddamn electronics. And all this stupid-ass shit that's going on out there. These kids don't want to do shit. They don't. I mean, you have these teachers and and these school systems that are sitting there saying, you're worth, you're worth $37 an hour when you graduate. You are worth, you are worth that. Don't let anybody you're tell you different. No, you, you, you need to work yourself up to that way. You know, as many people I've come across to where it's like, yeah, I've got to call a plumber. I've got to call an electrician. I've got to call a laborer, whatever it may be, because they have to do this. It's like you were never taught. Like, are are you fucking kidding me? Like something so easy of wiring an outlet, whatever it may be. Tim, hell, my fucking dad taught me to wire an outlet while it's still on. And my pappy does the same thing. And I it, asked it, why. And my pappy and Tim both answer was, "Well, how do you know it's going to be fixed, Trace, if it ain't on?" Well, you're going to shock the shit out of yourself. Well, if you get shocked, you do it wrong. Pappy and Tim have shocked themselves and made fucking jokes. That's insane to me. Point being is, Tim held the flashlight. I held the flashlight. And and he learned so much from his father from doing that. I did. And my dad was a retired officer. And, you know, I took that path. I tried that for a while. I did it for eight and a half years. I loved it. But you just don't mess around with the chief's daughter. Just saying. Um, but still, I, I loved it. I, I, I was, I'm proud of you. You did it. And I'm glad you're not doing it now. I how I, I couldn't do it nowadays. I mean, it, it, I was good at what I did, but with everything that's going on there and you could just take a simple video and make it look something different, whatever it is. Now there's, I'm glad there's officer worn cams. You know, I'm glad that officers are held accountable for their actions yes because there's bad apples out there that make the good one look bad. absolutely 100 percent. you know 10 percent. It, it's, it's so i went not from that all cops are good not all cops are bad I, I i went from that to i did appliance repair didn't know my asshole from a hole in the ground with it and i Weren't had a great teacher exact same time yeah i was doing them both i held two three jobs at once and i had a great teacher um you know, a man that I looked up to when I worked with a company named Fred's. And, you know, Fred taught me everything he knew and took me under his wing along with his brother, uh, Junior. You know, I did that for a while. I became an instructor. I fucked up then. I fucked up a good thing. I made a stupid-ass decision, got arrested to help someone out, but I was stupid. I was dumb about it. And the thing is that would I go back and do it again the same way? I don't know. I, I, I don't. I was always taught to run towards the fight. My gut, in hindsight, my gut. I never listened to my gut. And then I realized in that day that my gut said, don't do it. And, and, and it was the scariest thing I've ever been through. Wrong place, wrong I time. I had five men around me, had me flipped over a car, feeling me up. Treating me like Tim's Pablo fucking Escobar. And all we were doing was trying to retrieve a sweatshirt for a friend of ours 
whose ex-girlfriend wouldn't give it back. And uh, we spent a night in jail. To which, if there would have been video in there, they'd have thought I was a schizophrenic because I was having a full-fledged conversation with my father, to which I was pausing for him to talk back. No. But you know what? It taught us a valuable lesson. It did. And I think it brought our marriage closer. It did. I mean, this was during COVID. It taught me a valuable lesson. I lost everything pretty much in a night. I mean, yes, I I was laid off through the company. I wasn't really getting anything. I was on unemployment. But they didn't. They had they had to make the right decision. Yeah, they, but they let you write a whole bunch of stuff and then made that decision. But the thing is, is that for the companies that they work for, they can't have that. I understand. And that, I understand it now. But now I do appliance parts. I'm good at it. I, I'm good. At, I'm good at what I do. I, I'm good at knowing the stuff. And it's it, it's just it's a struggle still. I mean, it really is. But the whole thing, just with any day in a life, is just a struggle. It's, but and still, with ev- with about- everything, but everything that I, everything I do, just leads back to learning it from my old man, learning it from working with these two hands and not being a pussy and going, I'll pay someone to do it, I, motherfucker. I ain't got the money to pay someone to do it. I'm gonna figure it out myself. But now you got fucking YouTube. And everyone wants to question what you're doing. Well, I saw on YouTube. Fuck YouTube. YouTube ain't right. And my dad kind of went by a different rule, so. Like, hold on. YouTube. Here's YouTube. Helping a person out fix their fucking car that says, just supervise me. Just tell me if I'm doing the right thing. I saw it on YouTube. What's the first thing they fucking do is get the goddamn Dawn fucking dish gloves out. So they don't get fucking shit oh on their hands. Oh my god, the yellow ones. The, the yellow, yellow dawn the disco, yellow, like the fifties. Yes, yes, like when you were wearing your dress and your apron. The yes. shit I would never be. Yes, that. I mean, I, you got to be fucking kidding me. That's that's more along the lines of like if I'm holding a flashlight for my dad as a nine year old boy because I want to be like my dad. I want to be there with my dad, and I'm holding it, but I'm also sitting there playing with my fucking putt and putting fucking around. And, and just looking off into nowhere and the flashlight's in the right spot and he's like, I'm not working over the fuck over there. Hold the flashlight right here. What the hell are you doing? You know, it's like you got, like, you have your bitch mittens on. What the fuck are those? <laughs> like, what the fuck are those? You're afraid to get a little dirt underneath your fingernails? You know, these kids nowadays are like, yes, I don't, I just got a manicure. And I'm proud of my husband. Because he busts his ass and brings it home. And I'm just trying my ass off. But you're doing what you can do with what you're dealt with, though. And we can't change that right now. But I want to do something. I want this to work. I believe in it. Okay, so when you get that first sale, that's that's going to pay you to fucking buy something. That's going to change the whole. That's going to change the whole scenario for you. Because then your confidence will go up. Whatever it may be, I will still support you. I don't care if you want to sit there and say, you know what, I think there's a market for fucking used, dried out Clorox wipes. If you want to go out and sell used, dried out Clorox wipes and you think there's a market for it, go no, do it. I believe in this. And you know why, Tim? And you that's have, why how I long stand have you beside known you. Me? And me with makeup. Do I, did I ever wear makeup? Hell no. The only time she ever really wore makeup is if we were going out on concerts, we were going to dinner, to her pappies for Thanksgiving, Christmas, I mean, or that Easter. that was even a stretch. To my parents. That was or a stretch. Or to... No. That's it. But I found Saint Makeup because of Mackenzie Fultz, a.k.a. Freedom Barbie, and I have worn makeup every single day, not because of anybody else. Not to be the elite, because it makes me feel good for, what, two months now? Yeah, and I can put months. it on while <clears throat> Phoenix is running amok. I mean, all right, let me ask you this question. You say that, you preach that. Isn't, I, I don't know, I'm a male, I don't wear makeup. Me, personally. Will you let me I, put it on you? Me, per, no, fuck no. Oh, whatever. Me, personally, when I get up, it's piss, brush teeth deodorant out the door like i don't have to do that shit like that's my routine like well you're a dude so why don't you be happy so if you got some maybelline shit 
This ain't Maybelline. It's Saint. Or you got some call girl shit. Whatever Saint, it may be. S e i n t. Whatever. Isn't the same stuff. What makes what makes your makeup so much easier to put on than the other brands? It's all in one compact. It Don't know what the fuck that means. So, it's all ladies, in one container, ladies. You know what it means. There's magnetic. It pops in. You've got your contour. You've got your brightening highlight, which is your concealer. You got your main highlight, which is your foundation. You got your lip and cheek duper, all in one thing. If I wasn't talking and I did a video, it could be done in less than five minutes, eyes and all. So you can't do that with any other makeup? No. Because You have what? a bag of makeup. Okay. All right. Then lead with that shit. This is that easy, that quick. It's a cream-based makeup. It doesn't feel like you're caked. I'm a sweater, not to be gross. I went and saw a band with Tim, had makeup on. The reason why I didn't like to wear a lot of makeup is because I thought it'd drip off. I wiped my face off and that makeup was still fucking on there. Literally, it was like fucking magic. I thought I was Chris Angel fucking mind freak. What band did we go see? We went and saw um, Broken Rains down in oh, Long Beach. Oh, that one. We never get to go out. Actually, I'm a concert whore. That's my thing. I did concerts. That's my therapy. I don't go to a head yeah, shrinker. I've so decided, get this. <laughs> but hold on. If I went to a head shrinker, I'm afraid that I'm going to give them PTSD. So I choose to go to concerts. Okay. I want the emails to roll in. I really want the emails to roll in. Don't be a dick. I really want the emails to roll in. Because I get the flack at work. So definitely not your cleavers at gmail.com. All right. I want the emails to go in. So pink is coming, right? Epic twice. Wait. PA Cleveland. PA Cleveland. Girl crush, I'd kiss her. In PA, she will have no. Brandy Carlisle there. Brandy motherfucking Carlisle and Pink. It's, here's the thing. I, I, I've been tasked with, um, well, if Pink were to show up at the house, I'd have to divorce you if you didn't fuck her. Listen, here's the deal. If Pink knocked on our front door and said, I want to fuck your husband, and Tim said no... I'm getting. I'm going to get the divorce papers the next day. You know why? Because that is literally a direct disrespect to Pink. How in the fuck are you going to say no to that? But still, here you go. I could walk him around like a trophy and be like, my husband fucked Pink. Here you go. Okay. So, born in 80. Don't so, be showing her age, dude. I don't I'm care. I'm 34. I don't care about my age. Because men age like a fucking fine wine. She's going to be 43. Fuck off. But anyway, below the belt. So, born in eighty, Metallica is coming out with their twelfth album, which is still epic. Which is it's epic. It's great. They've got this show in Detroit, which is just a four and a half hour drive or right. so Tim's up to Detroit. Boy. But I, here's I the thing: the concert is a two night concert, November ninth. In November, no, I'm sorry, November November 10th and November 12th. And it's, his birthday is 11-11. And my birthday is 11-11. Which I will go. I told him I would go. But here's the thing. It's like, okay, you got a parts guy and a woman trying to sling makeup. It's not really possible if she sits there and goes, I need to see pink twice. I have to go to PA. We have to go Listen, to Cleveland. there's certain bucket list items that you got to put on them multiple times. And For instance, I jumped out of an airplane. I'm good on that just once. We're not. I'm the unluckiest Irish Going back to it. Going back to it. So it's like, okay, so how am I supposed to f- afford floor seats for two pink shows? One has to be close enough to where she can pretty much lick her vagina. Like, I need her sweat on my shirt. And the second is like, okay. I can't be up top. Can't it's got to be still close. Can't, we have to still be close. Look at those tickets. The seats she wants are 600 bucks a piece. Triple bucket list item. Right? It's birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Memorial Day, Flag Day, Veterans Day, Father's Day, um, Rom Kipper, um, Christmas. Uh, so anyway, so. Hold on. It's, Roderick, you need to get it together. So anyway, it's. Two pink shows or one pink show divorce and go to Metallica by yourself. Okay. I can't go to Metallica by myself. Time I out. really can't. Flag on the play. Time out. There is no divorce. First and foremost, 
I told him I will go see Pink alone. I have no problem doing that so that he can do what he wants. But I don't want to go to Detroit by myself. That's not like a good thing. And I'm not going to take my 17-year-old kid to Detroit with me. Then I say all three of us go to Detroit and we find a way to go to Pink. I'll go alone. Okay, how would you like to pay for Detroit? Because we have to drive, gas. We're just going to have to wear flak jackets, take our Uzis, and sleep in the car. Not happening. Or turn it around. All right, I still want your opinions and everything on this. You know, are you with me or are you with her? Let me be. No, there's not with me and with her because straight up again, I am not giving him an ultimatum. I'm not going to divorce him. No, I will sit there and say there's no ultimatum. Bottom line is I will go see her. Tim knows a lot of people like last year I went and saw Kenny Chesney alone. I, on my bucket list, one of my things was to be brave enough to go to a concert alone. My pappy had just given me his truck. What I didn't realize is that all the rednecks have big gray or big black trucks. Oops. So, got through the concert alone. I had a lot of women up in arms. They just couldn't believe that I went alone. I went alone. I went alone. I can't believe he'd let you. But Tim will be the first one to tell you, first of all, he isn't my daddy. And he's not my... We have a mutual respect. We talk about things, but I don't ask his permission to do anything. Absolutely not. You don't need my permission. You're only your. But I will tell you that I thought I'd gotten through it. Then I couldn't find the truck, and some random dude walks up to me in fucking water shoes that he looked like he bought at DNK. If anybody remembers that store, in a Jimmy Buffett looking outfit, and he goes, "Hi, what's your name?" And I go, "Fucking lost. What's yours?" And he told me he was parked four lots over. And I just remember looking up and going, God, really? I'm getting Natalie Holloway in fucking Blossom's fucking field. Like, really? But I did it. And I got through it. But if you guys want to do a poll on Metallica or Pink, you go right ahead. Because I know what I'm going to do either way. I mean, either way. It's my thing is as long as you're happy. But, you know. We, we have gotten through a lot, and we've done a lot. We've talked about a lot today. And, I mean, it's just from the f- struggles of just this simple podcast to Teresa's fucking social media, which is just outlandish with the, with the companies, to just trying to work from home and just where we came from again. Trying to do videos with Phoenix is really epic. It, it's just It's just horrible. I I love my son. I don't want anybody to ever think that we think he's an inconvenience. We're just being honest about our life. No, it's, it's, it's really fucked up sometimes. We can't even have a conversation. By the time him and I can talk, we're cross-eyed and ready to go to sleep. We are. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, we, we're not the only ones out there that are struggling. No, everybody does. You don't have to have a special needs child. Being a parent it's just is being a, a kick in the fucking balls because now these kids think they're entitled to the fucking world. When we grew up, you weren't entitled to shit. My grandma used to say, "What you're entitled to die and pay taxes." Yeah, the, the, the only thing that you, yeah, the only thing that you have to do in life is die and pay taxes. Well, I um, will say that our children know that they have to bust their ass for everything. They understand that we are not rich, and I think it's made them better kids. Kyle's a great kid. My oldest son, Willis, just turned 21 in February. He's went through hell this year, but he's a great kid, and I'm grateful that he can call upon Tim. Tim, myself, my grandfather, Xander, his girlfriend, Zoe, we've all been out looking, at least I looked homeless, trying to track deer, huh? We've tracked deer with him. We've drugged deer with him. He calls Tim for advice. He's turned into a great kid. Xander, Xander, they always wanted to label the bad kid, the bad kid, the bad kid. Yes, I threw him across the principal's desk. I beat his ass. I don't care. You guys can judge me for that, but I want to raise uh, active, what is it, active members of society. Xander may do the grumble, but he knows chores are done by 430 every day. He will help an elderly person put groceries in their car. He will open a door for a stranger. I am blessed in the fact that my children can actually say they knew their great-grandparents and their great-grandfather has helped raise them. 
So my children got the best of it all because they've got Tim as their dad. They've got Pappy as a father figure. Their biological father that's deceased is within them. We call it the Jedi. Sometimes I could really punch that motherfucker's Jedi right out of him. But, and Phoenix, when I say I saved the best for last, a good old champion local school district, they like to chuckle. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah, anything but. Listen, he's a doll baby, but all I have to say is they don't like your mommy, and he will go like pit bulls and pew-pews. Absolutely. And then the other funny thing is, is like Phoenix is like, we should start charging. Because it's like, he's like a circus animal. Hey, can we play with Phoenix? Can we see Phoenix? Can we take Phoenix? Oh, that's that's going to have to be reserved for the next episode. I mean, just with the you amount of people that... Good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the and stories... And the service dog will be in the next episode, yeah, too. It's, you know, between Phoenix and his circus stunts that he does and what people want to do. And I mean, that's just... And we get into uh, his diagnoses, uh, the school, yeah, I mean that we fought. If you guys have questions, again, email I mean, us, email us uh, about Phoenix, about our life. Page about this? Uh, we probably could. I have to look into it. I wouldn't want to get locked out. Wow. Yeah. Just got to throw that right in my fucking face, don't you? Low blow. But Am I allowed to say cunt on here? I just, I did. You know why? Because I think it's a cute word. I think I should have been British. You have a pretty I have cute. British pen pals from the last pink concert. No, you don't have British pen pals from that. You have it from uh, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Yeah, that's another double bucket list. Unfortunately for Tim, we sat on top of the lights. The next time we go, it does have to be floor seats. I don't ask for much here, people. I don't want coach purses. I don't need a bunch of new clothes. You can ask him. I'm about as low maintenance as they come. But when I go to a concert, I drink Coke. I need something from the merch stand. And he's the one that started buying pit tickets to Brad Paisley. I've got Brad's But that's where we met. I've got his guitar That should picks. always be special, though. It's just not because, hey, you bought pit tickets to Brad. Now I need them to Garth. I need them to Pink. I need I them to this. Pit. I need them to I that. I didn't say Pit. But anyway, I'm running out of beer. She's running out God. of breath. You know, we're running out of time. It's it's already been almost an hour on this whole thing, and this was great. I mean, we got a lot out, and we hope you guys enjoy. Again, it. please bring the questions. Email us, please. Absolutely, you know, we defi- would love to incorporate it. Definitely not the cleavers at gmail dot com. I mean, throw the questions out there. I'm not going to spell it out because she can't spell I'm cleavers, spell and it. I can't Hold spell on. out definitely. I'm going to do it, but no, you don't have to spell it out. Also. For my Saint makeup, ding, 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 ding. It's confidenceandbeauty.saintofficial, and saint is spelled S-E-I-N-T, official.com. That is my official website. You can get on there and browse. Please reach out to me. Email me if you're interested. We can do a free color match. I'm telling you right now, this is a game-changing makeup. I'm poor. I can find you something that is financially workable. I know I'm throwing this in there, but if we're doing this, we're repping everything. And my husband works for YPS. And if you need some parts for some shit that I don't know how to fix, I just ask him. Well, they can find all that stuff on social media whatnot. But we really appreciate you guys and we hope you enjoyed this episode and please email us because I look forward to hearing your crazy, crazy questions and stories. Absolutely. So the end of episode number two here. Hope you guys had a kick-ass time and uh, we'll fuck your lives up another day. Hope you don't need therapy. So I'm Tim. And I'm You guys have a blessed day. Bless your heart.
high. 